Good morning. Good morning, church. <laughs> uh, the, the verse of scripture that I want us to focus on this morning comes from James, chapter 1, verse 17. Hear the word of the Lord. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Gracious Lord, we thank you that we have this time that we can come and worship you, that we can be in your presence wherever we may be. Gracious God, will you move among us by the power of your Holy Spirit, opening our hearts and our minds to receive from you, opening our hearts that we might have your word deep within and upon our lips when we find ourselves at the end of this time together. And Lord, I pray now that you would take these words of mine and that you would turn them from water into wine, that you will take these simple words and do a miracle with them here in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I feel like this, uh, that video just really captures a lot of how I think we're feeling. How there's that shift that just feels like it's happened or is continuing to happen. How there is this frailty, this separation, isolation. This world is full of trouble. But the narrator continued to say, nonetheless, nonetheless, and called our attention back to God called our attention back to God's word and the promises that we receive, called us to remember that we, as the church, are something completely different. Last week, Pastor Allen, in his sermon, mentioned young Samuel. And in his message that I was able to hear three times, every time he said young Samuel, it was like this little string on my heart kept getting plucked. I want to say maybe a slight conviction of sorts. Samuel, young Samuel, he was spending his life, he had been given his life to God and to the church and to the temple. And so he was doing his job and he had gone to bed that night, and the story goes that the Lord spoke to Samuel and said Samuel's name, and Samuel heard him, and he woke up, and he went to Eli, the chief priest, who was caring for him and instructing him. And Eli said, I, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. So Samuel went back to bed, and then God, the Lord spoke to him again, calling him by name, and he woke up, and he went to Eli. You called me. And he said, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. And a third time, Samuel hears, his voice, or hears the voice of the Lord and calling his name, and he gets up and he goes to Eli, and Eli says, go back to bed. But when you hear your name called, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And that is a great part of the story. But the part that was hitting my heart was the part after that. Because Samuel 
heard his name again and he woke up and he, he said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And then God gave him a word that was not an easy one, that was not pleasant, that was not what he would want to hear the first time from God, what any of us would want to hear the first time God spoke to us. The word he received was one that said, Samuel, Eli's sons have not done what is right in the eyes of of the Lord, and they are going to die. And Samuel then the next morning reports to Eli, who says, tell me what the Lord told you, good or bad, hold nothing back. And then Samuel gives this message, gives this word. We don't want to hear that kind of thing from God. We want to hear from God. We want to see where God is working and things are happening. We want to hear the good things. We want to hear that that God is going to heal. We want to hear an answer to our prayer that, that God is going to say, here is the job you have been waiting on. We want to hear God saying, you have been faithful and now live the rest of your years with ease and comfort. But that is not always what our God does or says. And it is hard to hear from the Lord when that is the word. It is hard to hear the word coming from the Lord when it is not happy, when it is not healing and redemptive. It is hard to hear a word that might even bring judgment or a call to repentance in our lives. It is hard. It can be so hard. And then there are stars. Stars, not that we're seeing many of them these days. Stars made from explosions and collisions of elements, right? Stars are made from a breaking at their center that allows for this process that we call nuclear fusion. That's not my thing, but that's what I'm told anyways, right? It's a process that releases just this enormous amount of energy of light. Breaking and then blazing in the night sky. Stars, we could say, are the scars of the sky. That in the dying, there is rising. That that our own scars, our own brokenness, the very thing that brings light is the very thing that allows the scarred Jesus to be seen by the world. And then there's the supernova, right? When a star is said to to have finally died, and there is that shockwave explosion of light that we see for what seems eternity 
a dying to self, a, a dying to pride and our agenda, dying to comfort and ease. That is the way of the cross. Dying to self, gaining all that is Jesus, gaining the abundance of God in the broken places. And even us as broken people, being drawn by the light of Christ to the broken heart of Christ. Our fears, though, they, they seem to grip us. The idea of scarcity just, just entangles and enmeshes itself within us. The anxieties, the confusion, the frailty, the trouble of this world. It, it, it is even this, this fear, maybe, that somehow there's a limit to God's love or, or a limit to his grace. And yet Jesus himself is called the bright and morning star. The bright and morning star, that star will never die. That star can never be taken away. James says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. In our brokenness, in the chaos of this world, it can feel like Things will never be good and things will never be right and we don't know who to trust and where to look and what to believe. And yet God, God's good and perfect gifts coming from God himself, the father of the heavenly lights, he does not change. He does not change. And so even though it may feel like it might seem like God does not change. And those things that are happening in our lives and in the world, they don't make sense to us, but God knows. God's story is bigger than what we can see and even comprehend. But we are called children of the light children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. In 1 Thessalonians, it says, John 1, 5 says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Martin Luther King Jr. has, has a well-known quote, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. And then he continues, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. There is chaos and confusion. There is brokenness, isolation, separation. There is trouble in this world more and more and more. Nonetheless, we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. 
We in Christ are more than conquerors. We know to whom we belong, and we know where our hope lies in the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who was and the one who is to come, the bright and morning star, Jesus the Christ, the root and offspring of David. That, that is what these broken lives bring forth. It's not always what we want to hear. It's not even what we always hope to hear. What we actually hear, though, is the real and brokenness. That part of life. But in the breaking, in the breaking, there is light that shines through, not because of our own understanding, but because of who God is, because of what God is doing. And so we look, we listen to hear God's word and how God is shining forth. Will you pray with me? Holy, gracious God, thank you for this time in your word. Thank you for the renewing of our mind and our souls. Thank you that, that we can hold on to the hope that is you, that even when our own doubts and fears take hold, by your spirit and by your word that is within us, we proclaim your goodness and your faithfulness, who you truly are. And we recognize that while it may look different for us, it will be a blessing. It will be an abundant, beautiful life when we place all of ourselves in your hands. Thank you, gracious God, for this time. May we be transformed in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.